0: It's only been 10 years or so since we dusted off the Ride Home podcast, but might as well do that tonight here on the Murray State Basketball Podcast. Riding home from Murray State's exhibition win, 102-57 over Brescia. Just give you some, some nuts and bolts off the top of my head as I uh, head back to, uh, to Paducah after our first ESPN3 broadcast, which was a lot of fun, if you hope. Hopefully, if you checked it out, you enjoyed it, and uh, I didn't cause you to watch the game in mute because you hated it. So uh, it was it was a very much enjoyed uh, my evening with with Rob Cross. We uh, got our first look at this racer team, and the thing about exhibition games is I don't ever feel like you can walk away feeling good because. You played an NAIA team. So it's like they're always – anytime you want to be positive or say, hey, this was good, but there's always – can so immediately have an, an asterisk slapped on it, but but you played an NAIA team. I feel like exhibition games are the, one of those things where if everything went the way it was supposed to, it's almost a neutral. The last thing you want, though, is to walk out of there feeling badly. and. For Murray State tonight, 100%. I don't think there's anything you can really feel badly about. I, it's a, a net positive in that you did what you were supposed to do. You beat an AIA team by 45 points. You got out of it. We hope in one piece, the last 90 seconds, and it's something we'll have to track over the next couple of days, uh, Sam Murray II uh, rolled his ankle. Uh Obviously, again, the game has been over for 20 minutes. Don't know about the severity of that, but we do know we have five days until the season opener at St. Louis, and what his availability will be for that game, uh, we will have to certainly see over over the next couple of days. Uh, First, just to get it out of the way, in terms of availability, in case you missed the broadcast or weren't able to see, maybe you're looking at a box score, DJ Burns. Why didn't DJ Burns play uh, tonight against Brescia? The only guy that started any games last year, who is back on the team this year, uh, Steve Prohm told me before the game, just a with a smile, coach's decision, not playing, but he will be ready to go on Monday uh, against St. Louis. So read into that what you want, but uh, tonight, okay, sit down, chill out, enjoy the show. We'll be ready uh, on Monday. I think the big takeaway for me. Is that this Murray State team? Uh, while maybe, and I, you know, I, it's hard to judge, and that's the thing about so many unknowns about this season. In terms of, you know, we don't know, <laughs> we don't know the team, and 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 it's going into it's a brand new team into a brand new conference. You don't really know what you're getting yourself into, sort of, until you're in it. But as I sit and watch tonight. I feel like this team is going to be able to score. I said earlier today on, on the first podcast, there was some preseason, uh, just, you know, sort of how I've seen things at practice and such. I feel like they've got a lot of guys on this team that can make shots. And we saw that tonight. Rob Perry can make some shots. Quincy Anderson can make some shots. And, and that kind of went down the line as the night went on that we saw guys that, even if they didn't go in you saw you saw a bunch of different guys uh, a very diversified offense that you saw a bunch of guys that were comfortable taking that 20 footer kenny white you know he's 6667 no problem stepping outside he knocked one down tonight i was impossibly positive in terms of an optimistic moving forward at just seeing the aggression from the guards in terms of, look, you're playing again, you're playing brush. It's super easy to sit back and just settle and fire threes up all night. They took a higher percentage of threes in the first half. It came down in the second, but you saw in the second half the aggression. Quincy Anderson, Brian Moore, to a lesser degree, but we still saw it uh, with Jacoby Wood as well. Guys just getting to the to the rim and and not only getting to the rim but finishing uh, at the rim. It was really impressive stuff from those guys that you know I think from a you know it is a giant leap from Brescia to St. Louis from Wednesday to Monday but I think that's the type of stuff that's going to translate as they get into this year uh, and and play play tougher competition not just settling for for jumpers all night but guys that can get to the rim and, again, finish uh, at the rim. Six guys in double figures tonight. Rob Perry led the way with 19. Uh, He had four threes. Again, Quincy Anderson had 17, I thought as uh, important of a deal. You saw that really across the board from the guards tonight all rebounding. Rob Perry, he had six rebounds. Quincy Anderson had seven, including a couple offensive rebounds. They're going to need the guards to rebound this year. They are generally, it feels, an undersized team, especially with the, you know, they have bigger guards, but probably undersized bigs. So it kind of evens out in a way, but they're going to need those guards to really chip in uh, and help out. Of course, again, we didn't get to see what it would be like with, with, uh, with DJ on the floor tonight, but we did get to see Jamari Smith, Jamari Smith is a freight train. You know, he is a he is a 6'8 freight train. And there are times where it looks like he's just going to the rim trying to get fouled, and if he scores, cool, but he's going to draw a foul. And, you know, a 72% shooter from the line at Queens College, he's, he is not a guy that is going to go to the line as a big guy that you're going to be terrified that, oh, no, he's going to the line. He's going to be fine. And he is going to score a lot of points. We saw him also very comfortable handling the ball tonight. Sometimes maybe a little more than he should be. But overall, I think a super positive night uh, for Jamari Smith. Sam Murray. Again, we talked about the ankle injury. We don't know how severe that is. Hopefully it's just a minor thing. Kind of spooked him where he'll be fine tomorrow. Throw some ice on it tonight. He'll be back in practice. Good to go to tomorrow. Uh, fingers crossed on that. What we talked about with Rob Cross tonight. On the ESPN 3 broadcast, which I think was evidenced multiple times tonight. Sam Murray, the phrase that, that Rob Cross nailed it, he just has elite athleticism. 6'7, 6'8, can just jump out of the building. Three blocks tonight, might have had a fourth, but I mean, he is a he is a game changer in the paint. Now, how much he's going to be able to help. Cause he, you know, he's that he's six, eight, but he's slender. You know, it's like, how is he's not going to be able to bang with guys down there, but he is going to be a game changer in terms of coming from that weak side and, and changing shots down on the post. Uh, I think you saw that, saw that a lot during practice the last couple of weeks, just the way Steve Prome would talk about him, talk to him in practice, sort of his involvement in practice that you're like, Oh, he's a freshman, but that's a little different conversation where you're like, Steve's got high hopes for him. And I think they're going to need him to be able to contribute uh, this year. Same with, with Marlon Leston. We saw him a lot. in The second half get some minutes. He is the beef for Murray this year. He is the legit six, eight, six, nine guy down low. He only played 47 minutes last year for East Carolina. So uh, he is going to be a work in progress, just kind of knocking uh, the ring rust off, as I said. But uh, we saw some good things uh, out of him tonight. Just going, I think the freshman. It is going to be fascinating to see. Uh, it feels, it feels, and I understand all the qualifiers. We've been over the qualifiers. It feels like this team can be really deep. There wasn't anybody that ran out there tonight that you're like, oh, they're they're out of they're out of their lane, you know, where you're just like, I'm not sure they belong yet. And even though it's game one and it's, yeah, you know, guys will, sometimes it takes a while to get your sea legs under you. It felt like everybody was very comfortable playing tonight. And we, even in the last 10 minutes when, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's time that maybe not necessarily, you know, the high leverage minutes are gone in the game, but to see the freshmen, the Justin Morgans go out there and knock down shots and to see Braxton Stacker go out there and, and handle Patrick uh, Chew stepping in, knocking down a, a wing three. Those guys coming in and and being productive, and, and maybe aside from being productive, appearing, appearing that they're comfortable right now. Again, things are going to get tight Monday. It's going to be a wild atmosphere up there, a more, a more hostile environment, certainly, than playing a home game against Brescia. But it feels like Steve Frome is going to have the opportunity, especially this is going to be a work in progress for the next month. You know, they got a home game with Lindsey Wilson next week. They don't have a home game again until December. And that home game is their conference opener with Illinois State. It is going to be a lot – it just feels like a lot of mix and match, trying, trying rotations out, trying lineups out, trying, trying – giving guys opportunities to seize minutes. And there wasn't anybody out there tonight that, that, looked, that looked lost, sort of had that I-don't-know-what-I'm-doing look about them. You had 14 dudes, Rod Thomas out there at the end making passes, bringing the ball up court, facilitating. He got he got some points as well, but you had you had 14 guys out there that were going out there trying to seize minutes and I think that is the best takeaway to come out of here tonight where this is a deeper team than than expected. I don't know that it's as I don't even know that I don't know. I know the top level talent is not the top level talent that we've we've seen in Murray in the last handful of years. Obviously, that is skewed tremendously thanks to a John Morant. But I don't know that there's a Tevin Brown or a KJ Williams production-wise right the second. But I don't know that there's not guys that are gonna grow into that. It's also been one game that we've seen these guys actually play. So it's kind of hard to make to, to, to paint them the broad brushstrokes here on opening night on an exhibition game of what we're going to see out of these guys. Rob Perry's going to score a ton of points for this team this year. Jamari Smith is going to score a ton of points for this team this year. They're going to have some dudes. It's like, I don't know that they have that, that number one, but I'm telling you, they got a ton of number twos and number threes and it's like that that depth, I think, is gonna be able to help help this team navigate sort of the unknown in the beginning as Chrome works out the rotations and he works out who's gonna go. And we're gonna see a lot of Quincy Anderson, we're gonna see a lot of Jamari Smith, we're gonna see a lot of Rob Perry. We still gotta figure out how to get DJ Burns worked in there. And that's you know, you. Again, there was no real rotation tonight where you're like, okay, I see what he's doing. He was really working in a bunch of guys, but I think we're going to see a lot of guys play. And it may be something that's I'm completely proven wrong on Monday, but there's at least a lot of dudes where if on any given night it's not working, Steve can look to the bench and go, all right, I've got confidence. Let's give you a shot. Again, business picks up on Monday night and we'll see, how this, uh, we'll see how this progresses. But I think all in all, got a lot of stuff on film tonight, a lot of stuff to clean up, some defensive lapses, guys falling asleep. Brescia's got some dudes. Brescia's got some dudes that can go out and shoot, make a lot of shots. And so, you know, the, the nights, the, the, the times tonight when Murray probably fell asleep a little bit on defense, they got burnt. And so, from a teaching standpoint, I think that's that'll be a tremendous help uh, for Prom as they get into the film room uh, tomorrow, and to be able to show this wasn't all this wasn't all roses and, and rainbows tonight. Uh, there's stuff to clean up uh, as they head into Monday. Uh, but I, I feel like there is, like I said, you walk out of an exhibition, you feel bad because you just didn't play well, or God forbid, you got beat, uh, or at least you can walk out of there feel like we did what we were supposed to do. And I think 100% tonight, when, when you've got six guys in double figures and shot as well as they did, really, I was impressed with – I mean, they ramped up the pressure in the second half. Got to dust some cobwebs off from seven years ago. I don't remember a lot of pressing in Steve Prohm's former time here. He might have done it every night. – it's been a long time. I got a lot of kids. I don't sleep a lot. It's I've had 12 jobs. Uh, but, but I – but I like it. And, and, and that is the thing that, you know, again, those oversized guards really causing problems with pressure tonight. And I think that that's going to be a curveball They're going to be able to to throw out and uh, throughout the year. And when you look at, you know, again, tonight was a, you know, Steve didn't want to show anything tonight. Tonight was like, let's just let our athleticism let's go play hard, go defend, go rebound. And let's show as little as humanly possible as we get ready for slew coming up uh, on Monday night. But uh, again, I just, I just feel like coming out of this signs are pointing up for this team. Signs are pointing up for this team from the perspective of six months ago, none of them knew each other, you know, six months ago, he had a coach that didn't have any players, any coaches, nothing, nothing. And trying to work this thing out on the fly for one night, especially coming off the weekend and the scrimmage at Akron to come out of there where they're like, you know what? We feel good. We feel like there was a lot of positives to come out of that. Come out tonight pour some more positives on top of that. Got some stuff to build on regardless of what the results are here for the next couple of games. And I feel the Murray faithful been pretty darn spoiled here in the last couple of years. It wasn't you know, eight months ago you're you're wrapping up a 31 and three season. You're not going to have a 31 and three season this year. You're going to lose some games, but with all that said, a lot of positives coming out of tonight, and now we can start working our way uh, towards getting ready for St. Louis on Monday. All right, well coming up uh, before Monday, we will be back. I hopefully, have an update on Sam Murray, and then. Uh, start getting you ready for SLU and uh, talk to some folks from up there, get some, uh, get an early scouting report on them and see what the racers have in stores. They look to beat St. Louis for the first time ever. I believe if my math is right, zero and eight all time opportunity to go up there and get a big road win against an eight, 10 team and Steve Proms' return uh, to Murray state. All right. That is all for the ride home. Now, Thanks for listening to the Murray State Basketball Podcast. You can listen. You are listening. You can subscribe. Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcasts. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.